What's good, everyone? Board Only Australia, episode 76. We are back. Joining me as he does every Thursday is Mal Crawford. The big dog. How you doing over there, buddy? Well, we're back at it. Yep. Turns out, you know, doing this podcast thing and not being able to talk isn't ideal. So, Look, I still wanted to go ahead with the show. Um, I think it would have been a banger and, you know, the back and forth would have been better than normal, I reckon. Agree to disagree. <laughs> However, I'd like to uh, express how I feel this week through music, if oh, that's okay. okay. I'm only just getting my voice back now, so I'm just going to call upon a... I swear to God, if he breaks into interpretive dance, I'm out. I'm going to call upon a gang that's pretty cool. Now I can see you dancing over there. All right. Yeah, loving it. Yep. I'm very excited. Do you know why? Uh, I thought I knew. Now I'm not so sure. What's up? The NBA. Yes. Has finally adopted a take foul rule. Ah, yes. Yes. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. I just wanted to get to this straight off the top of the docket because finally they've caught up from 10 years ago when they should have done this. Well, yeah. Now, it looks like it's going to be a FIBA-ish rule in that uh, it'll be like an unsportsmanlike here in FIBA rules where you must make a play at the ball or it's one free throw in possession. However... That will not be the case for the final two minutes of the fourth quarter and overtime, where you'll then be allowed to do it, is my understanding. Cool. So I won't remove it completely, but... Just throughout the game. So, I don't know. Something to look forward to. Maybe some more fast breaks, more highlights. Less just grabbing dudes, but maybe it'll be a bit more... Hey, unless you're into grabbing dudes. (laughs) Um, but maybe this might lead to a bit more of the dark arts in that, you know, trying to sell an unsportsmanlike to look like a play at the ball. Oh, I thought you were going to say defense there for a second. I was going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. That shouldn't be dark arts just because it's, <laughs> you know. Wrong league, wrong league. Yeah, well, yeah. We play defense over here. Uh-huh. So does Marcus Smart over there. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, he dabbles in a little bit of your dark arts, as you say. Mm. As well, but, you know. Hey, I'm not saying they're a bad thing. Here's what it is. Yep. Uh, what was the other big news coming out from the NBL this week now? You mean, uh, what are we talking from that gorgeous... Something to do with the schedule. So, oh, that big news. I, I thought you were talking about the, the mullet and the moustache that is Travers, but we'll get to him Ooh. in a bit. We'll, we'll, we'll get to him in a bit. That's because that was... Uh, <laughs> Seeing that on the uh, more international stage, like I said to Vic Law, there's straight fire and he shouldn't ditch it and Mm. he's now played in the Summer League. Mm. Ah, And he kept it. Love it. No, Christmas Day game here in the NBL, which, look, I actually, I really like the idea for a couple of reasons. NBL kind of have, you know, Nothing really to lose um, from this. Obviously, you know, Americans do it with the with the NBA, but we don't get them here until Boxing Day. Um, so to have some live basketball on Christmas Day, even if it is for most households, just to have in the background sort of thing, I'm totally okay with this. Um, I think the NBL, if it was to take on Boxing Day stuff, it might get its butt kicked, but... Here in Australia, we don't really do much on Christmas Day, so it is a more, you know, it's an American sport, you know, sure, invented by a Canadian, I get that, but, uh, you know, I don't mind it. What are your thoughts, though? Oh, my thoughts. Wow. I feel privileged. Uh, look, if you're in Sydney, what a great opportunity to get out and do some fun with the fam. Chrissy Day, Kings and United going to be two of the heavyweights of the competition. 
set to clash in a major city. I don't know. Sounds pretty fun to me. Yeah, look, I I think it could be good. I like that the NBL is still trying stuff. Um, you know, it is one of those things. There's not a lot of sport on, and NBL viewership compared to some of the other sports, you know, is lower for mm. the most part. So, you know, no one's doing anything on Christmas Day. I like that they're giving it a try. I love that it's nighttime, seven thirty. Sure. Is that that'll be six thirty for us in Brizzy, right? Not at Christmas, but that's okay. Ah, when's daylight savings? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who, who really knows? <laughs> I um, lived through it enough, mate. I don't actually know. But uh, you know, you've had a long day. You're full of food. Oh yeah, sit it, down. It'd flick be a telly perfect on. chillax. By yeah. that point, all jobs and chores are done. Everybody's in relax mode, oh. or just right. You lot go to bed. I'm going to sit down. Chill with this. Oh, look, could be a new Christmas tradition for people, mm. which would be great. Put me in. All right. Speaking of NBL, a couple of signings uh, over the past fortnight. Thought we'd go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight off the bat, up north in Cairns, they've signed forward DJ Hogg. Cool name. Mm. We'll see if he's a passer. <laughs> um. When I think Hogg, I just think of uh, that spinner that the Australian cricket team used to have, Brad Hogg. Yep. Hoggy. But I think this guy's probably a bit bigger. Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, now, what's interesting about this signing is that um, Hogg was actually a teammate of Taj McCall in Lakeland, which is the Orlando Magic G League affiliate. They won the G League together there. Winner, winner. So they're going to link back up here in Cairns. Um, Hogs is coming back from France. A- averaged a modest 12-4, and four, but did his job there. And there's a the sort of support coming from like the NBL or NBA figures um, for Hog was just massive. All these tweets and stuff coming through just saying, watch out Cairns, watch out NBL. Like you got a good one here. So, and I think... At 6'9", with his skill set and what he can do is going to be a real problem in the NBL. Um, and that sort of goes exactly where Taj McCall's game is because he's like a point guard but a wing at the same time. And I think they're going to be a big problem. So Cairns fans, I'd get excited. Bullets fans, be even more worried about when Taipans come to town now. So... That was the unfortunate thing. They were just a tough matchup for our team and we just couldn't shake that hoodoo. It's not about to get better. No. <laughs> but after a pretty rough season, I think there's plenty of uh, hope there for Cairns supporters to get excited about this team because they're going to be pretty good in my opinion. And look, worst case scenario, was it, um, old Sam McKinnon was over at Summer League and <clears throat> um, you know, looking for someone to... Kick ass for us. Mm. Uh, us being the Brisbane Bullets faithful. So, you know, fingers crossed they're able to find some. Uh, yep, still quite a few names linked with Brisbane, but mm. we won't spread rumours. We'll just talk about it when it happens. No pen to ink as yet. Mm. Uh, the Phoenix Mail. Yes, they've signed Trey Kell, cheeky shooting guard, who spent <sighs> four years at San Diego. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Coach Simon Mitchell loves his two-way ability. And, again, that's, you know, plays defense and was in Italy last season. And that two-way ability is fitting into, going to fit in well with the Phoenix pieces they've been able to retain, I think, because with that Mitch Creek just bang, bang, bang up the court, he could definitely fill in and work in that space and, you know, just one of those teams again can be a really difficult matchup for teams mm. all year, and other t- and then all of a sudden they get pumped for no apparent reason. But um, you know, ev- everyone had to play the Kings a couple of times. So. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, look, with a few guards leaving the club, uh, they've looked to bring someone in straight away there, which they've done. Like San Diego State, pretty good system over there. The guy in the NBA that. Went there, he's pretty good. 
I haven't seen him for a year or two, but... Yeah, it lasts like a koala, apparently. He uh, plays for the Clippers sometimes. Well, clearly you didn't watch enough um, finals and get those New Balance ads. He looked pretty healthy in those New Balance ads. Yes, yes. Might, might need some of those shoes if they can fix everything. <laughs> might need a couple pairs. Um, lastly, the Sydney Kings, the big one. This is on our oh. thumbnail, um, which I'm now just realising um, was not planned at all, but we have a pair of Kings on the thumbnail uh, this week, uh, albeit from different leagues. But the Zinni Kings, who have they brought in now? They've brought in, <coughs> excuse me, uh, one Justin Simon, Defensive Player of the Year from the Hawks, who I believe came out and said something along the lines of, was it I've signed with the, was it uh, now I'm on the right side of New South Wales or something like that, already throwing shade? Uh Oh, just jumping on the bandwagon because they just won the chip. <laughs> yeah, well, why not? You know, why not? But uh, yeah, look, should be should be very interesting the reception he gets when he goes back to the snake pit. That's for sure. Yeah, and look, we we know who this player is. I know he didn't play here last season, but he was uh, busy winning Defensive Player of the Year in Germany. So um, we know his his size, his length, his his abilities, both ends of the floor. It's a big signing for the Kings here, and they still have another import spot available. So That's not concerning at all for mm. the rest of the league. Mm. Not concerning at all. Um, but they have lost some – you've got to say they've lost the core. So Yeah, and I think – was it Cooks has that out clause in his contract? Mm-hmm. If he gets a better offer, he's out. As many of the stars do, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean – yeah, I'm just sad Jalen Adams is gone. But yeah, you gone, gotta secure that bag. That's gone, what's gone but not forgotten in Dan's eyes. Never well, ever in his heart, anyway. Um, let's jump across the ditch, kind of, but still talk about a couple of Aussies here. Uh huh. Uh huh. Seen some videos, Delhi, Bainsy. Hey, what are they doing over there in the states, mate? Brilliantly for Bainsy, obviously. <laughs> Actually, been working out for a couple of NBA teams. Oh, Considering so he was oh, the the question marks he had over whether he would be able to walk again, and the fact mm. he's working out for these teams is a huge. Even if that's as good as it gets, like that's an achievement just to get back to you know that sort of spot where teams would even be interested in looking at you. you know? So, yeah, that that's great for Bainsy, and of course, Delhi's trying to fight his way back. Um, you know, best of luck to both of them, mm. uh, especially to, you know, especially to Bainsey. I mean, they were both sort of knocked out in ways through injury. Um, you know, Delhi's concussion just caught up with him way too much. And of course, Bainsey's uh, incident at the Olympics, but you know, they're both back working out for teams and hopefully, fingers crossed for Australian basketball at they can find their way onto a onto a roster. Yeah, I hope they do. But in the case that they don't, I mean, Brizzy Bainsey, <sighs> the Eric can begin. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. Brizzy Bainsey. Um, speaking into existence, Mal will start. <laughs> of course, that's if the NBA plan doesn't work out for him. Indeed. And look, you know, it's it's been pretty obvious and cameras have highlighted every time that um, Bainsey's come <clears> – <throat> Come into the uh, the armory there for a bullets game. <coughs> always see Sam McKinnon by his side at some point, shaking hands. There's always photos or up on the big screen. Mm. You know, he's obviously reaching out and making sure he knows that door is open. Mm-hmm. More than welcome. Brisbane would love to have you, Bainsey, but we would very much understand if you get something in the NBA. Yeah, and look, Delhi might not be the only Melbourne United player not coming back now because um, Mr. Jack White. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, I believe I said on this podcast a few weeks ago, don't be shocked if we don't see him back here. And uh, we might not see him back here. No, but I'm not exactly going to put you down as a Nostradamus on that one. Like that <laughs> wasn't – that one uh, – that guy was just a baller. Mm. He affects winning everywhere he goes. Um and his teammates love him and, you know, he's got himself a, a cheeky two-way contract. 
Yeah, a few good summer league showouts there. Um, had a, one of his games had like fifteen rebounds and three blocks, but pretty much every game between five and ten rebounds, couple blocks, um, some some effort plays. It's all that stuff that I was saying will make him valuable to any team. So secure that two way deal with the Nuggets. Hopefully, it all works out well for him. Yeah, well, that was something I saw in a, uh, a quote from him was basically him just saying, I'm going to do everything I can to help the team win. And that's how I'm going to secure my position here. And look, that's exactly what he did for United. Like he had, mm. he had some ridiculous run of games. I can't remember exactly, but it was a ridiculous run of games that he played in that they won. Yeah. It was wild. Um at one stage, it was all of them, and I think that was into the almost his second season there. So, you know, best of luck to Mr. White as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, thought we'd just go through some of the Summer League standouts. Uh, Portland Trailblazers won, but couldn't really care about that. Um, I don't know. They just weren't that exciting. Their top pick got injured. I don't know. I didn't really like it. Uh, are you saying that Summer League is just Summer League? Um, when Memphis doesn't win it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Had high hopes for them this year, but they were very, very bad. High hopes. <laughs> um, now, the Sacramento Kings. The Kings. The other picture on our thumbnail this week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Keegan Murray. Again, um, not claiming to be Nostradamus now. <laughs> but I was definitely... This time. <laughs> this time sorry mate um, yeah, right. i was definitely the counterweight to some of the arguments going on there in the keegan murray jay nivey thing saying let's just wait give this kid a few games let's see what he's got now it is just summer league there you go it is just summer <laughs> league where jay nivey got hurt and didn't finish keegan murray won mvp of the summer league Averaging 23 points and 7 rebounds, 50% from the floor, 40% from deep. That's your new starting wing. That's yeah, not bad. It's not bad. And it is just summer league, but you're playing against NBA talent. You know, it's your first show out. You're not part of a system yet. You're not necessarily having plays run for you. And he got it done. And you and could argue there's going to be more desperation on the other side if it's tight and with depending on who's on the court, because mm. they're literally playing for their careers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, look, I'm not going to sit here and say he's rookie of the year favourite or anything, but, like, to say after Summer League that the Kings got it all wrong, I think the jury's still out. Mm. I think oh, they've yeah. got themselves a player here. And this is, this is what I say about the draft every year. It's a crapshoot. Like, the perfect... The perfect guy, when you're looking back, if he was taken by the wrong team, could have been just another bust. Mm. You know, it's all about location, situation, who you've got in the coach's box, who's who's actually going to help this kid, what <clears throat> what vets have you got there to you know shape and mould and you know, get in the ear of, and um, what's the medical staff like? Like, there's so many elements to it that there's no there's no guarantees. I mean. Look at Zion. Yeah. Like, you know, he was seen as the biggest guarantee ever. He just got a big guaranteed contract. <laughs> he did. And he still might be the next, bum, 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 like, absolutely. Mm. It might all come to fruition. <sighs> but so far, not so much. Mm. You know, was it, I saw a stat the other day. I think it was he played, was it Kyrie's played more games than him? Yeah. <laughs> the last while. And it's like, Ooh, that's that's rubbing salt. Mm. You know, he, he got injured. He's had issues, you know, coming back, things like that. That kind of stuff happens. So we'll see. I, I think at the very least, though, this Kings team they might now sort of pass as a, a league pass team with Fox, Sabonis, Keegan Murray, Davion Mitchell. Like, there's something there. Ah, uh, the sort of team where you wouldn't buy a single team <laughs> league pass, but if you got all of them and uh, I'll give him a watch today. I tell you what, like, I wouldn't have said this a year ago, but Kings versus Pistons, sign me up. 
Time out. That's the type of game I want to watch this year. Yeah, but that, that just says everything about the kind of basketball you want to watch. <laughs> oh, I just love it all. Um, I'm going to go down here to Benedict Mathurin mm-hmm. from the Pacers. Really like his game. and Kind of figured that, yeah. I, I like what Indiana's doing here, so hear me out a little bit. Um, so Mathurin, he looks like that calm, composed... Big wing, can get his own shot, can create for others, can make plays on the defensive end. Um, he looked he looked pretty NBA-ready out there in Summer League, which is great. Now, you look at the pieces they've already got there, Tyrese Halliburton, Chris Duarte. Um, oh, God, I wish they got Aiton because he would have fit this team and what I'm about to say so well is – not in terms of the exact players and not trying to say this player is this player, but I'm getting very Spursy vibes from this Indiana team in that they just are trying to have dudes that don't suck. That, that So in say, what I mean by that is I know every, every team wants dudes that don't suck, but take a team like Houston, for example. Houston Rockets, they're building by taking swings. There is a lot of talent on that roster, mm. heaps, with a very high ceiling but quite a low floor as well, as we saw at times last yep. season. Indiana, they're sort of taking that Spurs and, and kind of like what Memphis is doing as well in just having solid players. Maybe don't have as high of a ceiling but have a much higher floor as well. Um, so I, I kind of can see some direction with Indiana. Still don't know about this Miles Turner situation and, you know, where he's going to be playing ball. Uh, Buddy Heald as well. Don't think he quite fits what they're doing there. Um, but that young core of Halliburton, uh, Matherin and Duarte, three solid sort of lengthy long players. I I like what they're doing. You're saying kind of reminds me of one of my favourite players from back in the oh, Celtics rebuild after um, – the big three left, basically. Um, was it Brennan Bass? I've actually got his oh, signature yes. up on my wall. Classic guy. You knew every night you were going to get 10 and 10. 10 points, 10 rebounds. Now, mm-hmm. on rare nights, you might get 20. On a super rare night, you might stretch to 30, but you're never really going to get more than that. But that was his That was his flaw. He was consistent at that, and he played for a good couple of years in – Boston because of that because he mm. was just that solid guy, you know he wasn't your home runs home run slugger, like he it just wasn't that guy. But it, they didn't need him to be. And there's so many teams out there that need guys sort of you know like that. There's still places for them around the league. So mm. yeah, well you know if there are any Pacers fans out there, hang with it. I don't I don't personally I don't think know they have much of a choice. <laughs> it's been a long time since Paul George was there, happy and healthy. Oh, that team! Um, oh, like Paul George, Roy Hibbert, George Hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was actually a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. David West. Yep. Yep. Before he guard? went ring chasing. Who was the shooting guard then? I can't can't remember. Or small nah. forward, whatever. It wasn't Paul George. I'm sure Trent is yelling it at his car radio at the moment. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a fun team. I actually uh, saw them play in Memphis in my first time over there. Um, anyway, Memphis won. Grit and grind. Ah, oh, disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> uh, Paolo Banquero. Ah, oh, Banquero. The number one pick. Mm-hmm. Arguably the most NBA-ready player in the draft, and he looked every bit of that on the floor. Uh, he had he had one pretty standout game. It was against the Kings and Keegan Murray. It went to overtime, I believe. Uh, 23, 6, and 6 with four steals. Uh, averaged 20 points, 7 rebounds, shooting 44% from deep. And what people are saying about Bancaro is how big he is with the skill set that he has. I'm not doing the whole player comparison thing because anyone who's tall and can shoot is Kevin Durant because that's just what those comparison websites do. It's, 
if you're tall and can shoot, oh, you're the next Kevin Durant. I'm not trying to say that, but like, must be nice for like Kevin Durant must like that he's that guy though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like to me, that's ridiculous. Like, no one should be the next Kevin Durant. Like, he's in his own stratosphere with the other greats of the game. But anyway, it is maybe. Maybe that there has been a few of those though that are in their own little world, and if it is sort of, I, I imagine meant as a compliment, but it's also it's a bit overdone that one. It's a bit overdone. Well, I, I did hear. I think it was for Keegan Murray actually. Um, can't remember. I think it was Keegan Murray. Um, someone compared it to Danny Granger from Indiana. That might have been the other player we we're thinking of. Um, who I used to love Danny Granger and I thought that is wild that you would think to compare someone to Danny Granger but I also respect that because to pick someone like Danny Granger who I assume there's got to be someone listening right now that's like who the hell's Danny Granger like you've done your research <laughs> he, he probably does have a similar skill set and I, I get it same body type um, so I, I kind of get that and I like those comparisons and apologies to that podcaster if it wasn't Keegan Murray but I remember there was some comparison of one of these um, rookies to Danny Granger. It was pretty cool. Um, uh, look, we'll just we'll skip over Jaden Ivey. He had that one game where he looked awesome. Like he looked every bit of all the comps he was getting and the type of player he is. And everyone was like, "Oh, Sacramento, you've done it again." Um, you know, but he he hurt his ankle in his second game. Said on the socials that it's nothing serious, but they shut him down, which is a smart thing to do with a rookie. Well, yeah, even the hint of anything at Summer League. <sighs> You're done, son. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, but he looked awesome. I think he and Cade are going to work well together. I'm really looking forward to watching that. Chet Holmgren, mm. what are your thoughts? Kid needs a sandwich. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, probably a couple. But uh, uh, look, you know, up and down. Good first game. Um, good handles, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I was left sort of wanting a bit more from him mm. from, from what I saw. So, but we're also going to see that you know, from him and OKC soon. So yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You sort of you can see what's there and the potential, but it's just it's like is he going to need a bit of time to fill out, and is he going to fill out? I'm not convinced. He doesn't really look like he's got a frame that's going to just suddenly do what Giannis did, for mm. example. Didn't not uh, that he needs to, by the way. No, but uh, didn't exactly. The play he had didn't exactly match the chirp that he had, <laughs> you know, coming in and on, in and out, in and around the draft. Sort of, it was a bit okay, mm, mm. okay. What I did like though, um, Josh Giddy just loves him, and he thinks they're going to play really well together. Obviously, you got Gilgis Alexander to throw in the mix there as well. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that players like Giddy were there playing. Yeah. So, Giddy, you only had to watch three minutes and you could tell he was far and away the best player on the floor, not even close. But he's there to work with Chet and to get those one-twos happening and work out where each other likes to get the ball and, and um, you know, even rotations on defense, uh, those sorts of things. And I think we need to see more of that. Like, you think of those really good rookies from last year, how many of them were playing Summer League? Josh Giddy. Yep, that's pretty much it. That's the list. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. don't, you know, I'm I'm probably overlooking others, but it, it's just not a thing right now. Like it's sort of, okay, you show out in year one, cool. You don't do summer league again. Whereas I think it's good to do two or three years to keep building with these young cores. Um, so I really like what OKC is doing there um, with old Joshy. Uh, I'd say you just limited it three years, you you're okay with some of those older guys? Yeah. You probably don't want to keep playing after that. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Uh, I I feel that. 
I feel like if you haven't got your core going, working together in three years, then probably time to look elsewhere. Possibly. I. Uh, what, what was your take on LeBron bringing his own snacks to uh, Summer League? Um, as a dad, love that. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I thought it was just purely and simply. Boss move. <laughs> oh yeah, no one was really checking LeBron's bag. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he was whisked through a certain door, and it was all good. Uh, I just love the idea that everyone was on the on the bandwagon of you know rah, 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 this that and the other about his snacks and but he's a supreme athlete that would have been measured out like you know what do they say he spends over a million dollars a year in like looking after his body yeah. He yeah. didn't just grab the first thing he saw in the pantry and go, yeah, they'll do. Yeah. No, that would have been perfectly prepared and everything because he, he wants to come back and win a chip. Like he wants to do this whole thing <laughs> again because then, you know, if he can win another one at this stage, especially with whatever roster he's given, mm. you know, some people might finally shut up. They probably won't, but, you know, some might. But there's there's a secret, trail mix. Yeah. Get your trail mix. Yeah. All good. And that's a great thing about trail mix. You can – no one's two trail mixes are the same. <laughs> I, I get sucked in though. I wouldn't be able to do the healthy ones. Like I like all the ones that are coated in stuff. Yeah. Like, that You know, yeah. like the sweet chili and lime sort of things or – Yeah, right. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, or sweet <clears> – <throat> you know, the soy crisp things, they're not good for you, but I could eat a lot of them. Yeah, no, you lost me at soy crisps. Sorry, buddy. Don't you know them? I'm aware of them. Oh. I don't like them. Oh. oh, I'm not the one with the problem. They're amazing. Yeah, right. Eh? <laughs> Point is, if it's healthy, oh, <laughs> do I have to? <laughs> there's a reason I'm a podcaster and not LeBron James. Well, do you, yeah. sorry, there's many reasons. There are uh, lots. <laughs> diet, diet is one of them. <laughs> uh, all right. Yep. Let's uh, move on from that. Really? We're just going to leave that? <laughs> We're going to move on. Yep. Good idea. Yep. Good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's not the injuries. It's just my diet. It's to hold me back. <laughs> uh-huh. It's better for the long-term relationship of the show for us to just move on. All right. Let's do that. Um, look, Jabari Smith uh, from Houston, very solid defender. Every bit of why he was the potential number one pick. Obviously, going number three there. Um, I, I don't feel like he really got involved in the offensive system that much, and you know, there's quite a f- there was quite a few bucket getters on that roster, so he sort of took a backseat to that. Um, didn't really shoot from deep, so that's something he'll have to work on. Um, like many other rookies before him, it's not uncommon. Uh, but I did like what I saw, and look, I think he's going to be fine next to Jalen Green moving forward. Yeah, look, it's going to be a little bit tough um, <coughs> for him to not shoot that long-range ball, but as you say, mm. you know, he'd, he might find it. I'm sure he will. He'll develop it. And look, as said, with players like him, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., they're really taking swings on dudes and just hoping they turn out to be rock stars. Um and look, Jalen Green and um, Kevin Porter Jr. have both shown flashes of that, so it's there. Um, and I do like this kid, Tari Eason, that they have. Remember that for when I gloat. Or either way, you'll just forget about it over time. So, Yeah, look, it's not as if I've ever done anything amazing and you've poo-pooed it once I you know, <laughs> circled back to it. So, you know, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, no, as it like a defender – I really like Eason. I really like what I saw from him. Um, yeah, keep an eye on him. Now, something to look forward to for next week. Next week's podcast. Mm. Next Thursday, going to be doing some NBA conference pyramids. Yep. Mm. So we're going to work out some tiers to put all the teams in, where they fit. <laughs> in the NBA landscape hierarchy because it's off season. We've got nothing better to do and the Nets clearly aren't making a trade anytime soon. So <laughs> we're going to have something to talk about. That's what we're going to do. We're Just going to stir the pot. because no one wants to give their entire current team and future team for one player <laughs> <coughs> doesn't mean they're not going to make a 
eventual trade. Uh, you know, like as soon as the Nets make a final decision on what's happening, there's going to be a whole show's worth of NBA stuff occur Probably, in 48 yeah. hours. Yep. But until a Durant situation is concrete, whether it's running it back with Brooklyn or on another team, we're still in this limbo. And we're going to remain there. We will. So NBA conference pyramids it is. And we can agree, disagree, argue, disagree. change. It's going to be good fun. But more on that next week. Uh, so that's a, that's a wrap on the NBA, I guess. We'll come back home. We didn't get to cover the last round, which is a bit sad. No, no. You didn't, you didn't want to do it on your own, you said, right? No, no, I was happy you to. couldn't do but, it without uh, me. Oh, wow. <laughs> That, that I'm is, just reading a text. All I'm doing is reading a text. That that is just blatant <laughs> lies. Okay. Like, uh, What's to say? This doesn't feel the same without you, huh? That's. <laughs> is, is that a? Is that your forehead? You know, writing a love letter to your fringe. Is it? Is that, is that what that is? <laughs> no, he ran away long, long time ago. <laughs> um, all right, NBL One North Round Twelve. Back at it. Uh-huh. Our caps are on the road. Women's game. Whew. Went to OT. This was it. This was really exciting. Oh, yes. Because A, friend of the show, won the game in OT. Uh-huh. But on the other side, another friend of the show had a really good game. So for us, in a selfish way, <clears throat> it was a win-win. Not you- for our other friend of the show. <laughs> but- <laughs> no, but she had herself a game, as you say, 22 and 11 off the bench. I mean... Yeah, so that's Bridie uh, Kennedy Hopawate, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and one Abby Cabillo. Oh. Just stole the show. Have you got that button yet, Mal? Which button? Which button? My alert button. Which one? Triple double alert. I do. Yes. Sound it off. Woohoo! Trip dub alert. All right. Um, Keep that handy. <laughs> Keep that handy. Um, I think that's the only one this week, actually. I also have a double-double alert button. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, Cabillo, triple-double, 21, 10, and 10 with five steals, including the steal to seal the game. Uh-huh. The layup. Uh-huh. Anna Cameron, just chuck her in there. Double-double. <laughs> Hit that double-double one. Double, double, alert. <laughs> double, double, alert. All right. So that could basically just be um, Anna every week. We'll just press that button. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it is actually good to see her um, back on the court because obviously she didn't play in the previous game because she mm. was worried about um, <clears throat> uh, having a broken nose from the night before. So doctor's orders, stayed off, got... Enough of an all clear, got in the game, and sure enough, double-double. That's what she does. Absolutely. Um, okay. The men. Yeah. The uh, Zach Carter revenge tour was not to be. <laughs> not, not this not time, Not Carter, buddy. it wasn't. Lachlan Dent. Mal, sound off that 40-point alert. 40-point <laughs> alert. Don't have that one yet? <laughs> uh, leave it with me. <laughs> 40-point alert. Trip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I appreciate the effort. Yeah. 41 points for Mr. Dent, including a highlight three that was so deep you couldn't even see it in the camera shot. Yep. Yeah, you there, just there see the that. ball fly in. <laughs> there um, was that, yep. <laughs> he hit seven out of ten from deep, so he was just killing it. Just in his bag on that one. Yeah, Max McKinnon did so his smooth. Oh. looks so smooth. That jumper of Lockie's, oh. Yes. And Max just doing a classical scoring somewhere in the 20s. It's just what he's been doing for the last, what, two, three months? Um, it's either somewhere yeah. in the 20s or above. How, long, how long has this season been going for? Well, since was it since, since Stoddy went down and then they went up and played the Phoenix. Mm. They sort of shook loose a few cobwebs. And then that home game since then, it's been 20s or 30s for Max the entire way since. So yeah. great job, friend of the show. 
Oh, and appreciate his uh, MJ tribute there. 23 and 9. That's Bulls number, Team USA number for MJ. So mm-hmm. well done, Max. Just paying homage there. Is it homage or homage? How do you say it? Correctly. <laughs> yeah, which is what? Homage. It's not homage. Unless you're French. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, yeah, that, that's a type of cheese you're confusing there now. Oh, well, now I'm hungry. Thank you very much. It's what I do, mate. It's what I do. Oh, all right. Cheese platter next week. Cool. Um, you got this. <laughs> friend of the show, Stefano, Stefano. What's his name now? Uh, Stefaldino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, good friend of the show, Stefano. Stefano, yep. Di Lurio, mm-hmm. three blocks off the bench. Yeah, baby. Love to see the young fella out there just doing his bits. And we do have another double-double alert. Double-double alert. I feel like we're going to be doing a lot of these. Possibly. <laughs> we'll stop. If we'll, have to, we'll have yeah. to set like certain criteria. Like yeah, It must yeah. be a 20-point double-double. <laughs> do you reckon? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Let's it must be that. a twenty-point double-double. Yeah, for or twenty-rebound double-double. Well, yeah, well, for players who uh, one of the doubles has to be twenty. <laughs> um, I like it. All right, let's stick with that then, because um, just looking ahead, we'll be pressing that button every three seconds. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, looking ahead, we're going to be doing that anyway. But mm-hmm. um, big Benny Volkman in the middle there, just oh, doing his bits. How good's he looking without the skins on? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm busy watching the game. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> but the uh, uh, fortunately for the Capitals, the defenders from the other teams have been looking at the pins or something, mm. and it's it's starting to work. No skins. It's starting to work for him. Well, last time I wore leg skins, I tore my ACL, and I've never worn them again, and never tore my ACL again. So. Mate, we're talking about professional athletes here. <laughs> um, if you could keep your personal life just just off to one side. Oh, I just like to feel involved. Yep. <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> let's do that. Um, let's let's r- sort of whip around the league there. The yep, NBL yep. one women. Uh-huh. Michaela Roof, just hit all the buttons now. Hit all of them. Yep. Go. All of them. Every single one. She didn't get a triple double. Double, double. Alert. Tripped up. <laughs> Holy moly. That's how good she played. Friend of the show, Michaela Roof. Yeah. Good grief. First game, 23 and 23 against Ipswich. It was like, mm-hmm. oh my lordy. Mm-hmm. Then she played North Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, when I saw this graphic, I thought it must have been like the combined stats for the weekend. 50 points, 25 rebounds in this game alone. Yep. Oof, a lot of free throws. I think nearly 20-odd, but just unstoppable inside. Just oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she won the NBL North Player of the Week, and these are the stats across both games. The averages, averaging 36.5 points per game, 24 rebounds per game, and six assists per game. Like... That is just mental, absolutely mental, but just classic her, just doing what you do. <laughs> so good, so good. Um, Cairns up against Red City. We can do a double-double alert for this one. Double-double alert. Double-double. <laughs> we're we're going to have to up the ante on these because we're going to be doing it the whole time. But anyway, Pretty Kayla much. George. 32 and 19. Yeah. Friend of the show, Amy Lewis, uh-huh. 22, 6 and 6. And Panina Davidson, 25 and 10. So, Cairns are coming to Brisbane this weekend. That's what we've got to look forward to. Yes, for better or worse, they're playing our Caps this, this Friday. So, 6 p.m. at the Cap Dome. Mm. It's going to be good fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I- yeah. I'm looking forward to a few matchups there, like Lewis and Cabillo. And we George missed and out Collins. on watching Kayla George because she had Opal Olympics duties last year when she was playing with Makai. Mm. Um, so by the time Makai came to the Cap Dome, she was already 
packed a bags and off to Tokyo. So it'll be be a great chance for us to actually see her in in person and just I'm sure just be left with our jaws agape at how amazing of a basketballer she is. All right. Lara McSpadden. We're just going to – we might let that button rest now because we're just going to be pressing it nonstop. Yeah, it's just going to be firing. Um, we mentioned last time we did a show that she's back in form and, look, Rocky went down to the Wizards, but Lara still 23 and 16 there. A lot of teams have gone down to the Wizards. Don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Well, what about mainstay on the show here, Tiana Mungakahia? How would she go over the weekend, mate? Uh, like Tiana does, almost a trip dub. Um, but 39 points, again, that's not a shocking scoreline. Like 39 and was it 39, 12 and 7. Mm. She's playing this good throughout this season that those numbers, again, they're not shocking. They, they actually feel just like the regular week sort of mm. uh, where that's spoilt up here in the north, So, which is great to see. And really great for her as well. She's... She's having an absolute ball of a season with the Wizards. Yeah, I love that her second attempt at a triple-double um, against Mackay, nine steals. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just it. Like, so pesky on defense. I love it. Yep. Um, finally, Ash Allen, 36-11 and 11, uh, versus North Gold Coast. So that was a win for USC there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and look, Arlen's had a really good season as well. Um, sort of a name. Wouldn't say he's on every week, but most weeks he's popping up. So, yeah. Um, props to her. She's, she's playing Definitely a having a there. season. Um, how's the sort of the ladder looking there, mate? The ladder. It's it's looking... Well. So, we already know Logan, Townsville, and Spartans of all. They're locked in for finals. But, geez... The rest of the pack there. Yeah. So, obviously, Logan at the top. Uh, Tied technically with Southern Districts um, because they're both on 14 wins, but obviously Logan haven't dropped a game. Mm. Spartans have dropped two. Townsville coming in in third. Then Northside Wizards with four losses. Cairns with five. Then our Brizzy Caps in six. One game ahead of Mackay. Mm-hmm. And in eighth place, we've got Rip City. We're on a seven and six. Then the newbies, North Gold Coast, with eight and eight in nine. And then you've just got a little bit of a dip back to Rocky and then the Gold Coast switch, Red City, and then it slowly but quickly you know, drops off. And we, we've got poor Southwest Metro who... Still uh, still yet to register a win for the season. Yeah, came awfully close to our caps. But mm. again, selfishly, I'm glad they didn't kind of. But. Yeah, no, I'm glad. <laughs> we got a friend well, of the show over there, Mal. We got a- <clears throat> we, look, they do. But, you know, for our caps, that keeps us in sixth. And mm. like, uh, like we were saying, I was saying to Abby, and on, she came on the broadcast Last week we were in the cap dome and she said the caps are really looking to get up into that 5 6 uh, place. Um, it'll make their first round matchup you know, a little bit easier in some sense because obviously everybody's looking to avoid Logan and Southern Districts. You know, There's some also some tough teams in the Flames and the Wizards in 3 and 4 currently, but they're stupid. Uh, you know, as silly as it sounds, they're going to be seen as an easier matchup. There's a possible win there in that scenario. Mm. Whereas if you're going up against Logan Thunder, yeah, that's, you know, they look flawless. They haven't dropped a single game, you know. And I know it's that old adage that, you know, no one goes through completely undefeated and all that kind of stuff. And that, that typically, you know, is there for a reason, but they look sharp. Mm. They look incredibly sharp. So... Yeah. Currently, things are coming to plan for the Caps. All right. Let's jump over to the men's side of things. Kick things off with a friend of the show, Mr. Isaac White. Yeah. 28 points um, along with Prono, 32 
um, in a win against Logan for Ipswich. So that's a good win for them um, with both those guys combining for 60 points. Pretty pretty good showing. Yeah, definitely. Always love a good uh, Isaac White showing out. Mm, friend of the show. And he's so so gracious too, yeah. Gives them to us most weeks. Air Benjamin, yet again on the show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 32 points in a win versus Red City. 8 of 13 from downtown. So channeling that, that sort of Lockie Dent game as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're both just lights out. Not quite as sharp, but I get what you're going for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy stuff. Um, Matt McCarthy, another regular on our program here. Oh. I think he gets the double-double button. Let's get Yeah, you've got to give him one for that. Double-double alert. You've got a 20-20 game, so 29 yeah. points, 20 rebounds in a win versus the Wizards uh, where Drim, Anthony Drimmick, sorry, dropped 34 points. So McCarthy, it's a name we've heard a lot of. It is. Um, just keeps coming up week after week. And, yeah, a 2020 game is an absolute baller thing to have on your resume. Mm. Um, Ethan Betts um, up for Townsville there, 34-7-10 and 10 against Red City. Um, you know, nothing uh, – it's pretty good showing. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. Like, we, we've just seen him in our building not long ago and um, absolute – baller um so yeah We'd yeah like that, to see more of it then you've got old uh duffelmeyer for the salties mm. in a win over the gc he had 34 10 and 6 in a player of the week performance yeah over the gc which you know it is it is awesome when you look at it um from a caps point of view you know yes third game in a weekend and all that kind of stuff but Caps were able to get over this team who are rolling some big names mm. you know, around the league. So, um, and of course, Malawatch chipping in there with an extra, with a very helpful 32 of his own, which Salties are not going to say no to. Jordan Hunter, 27, 18 and 6 in a loss to Logan. Logan didn't want to take two L's this weekend. Well, they, they rarely do. It does happen occasionally though. Mm. It does happen occasionally. Um, and finally, um, the Spartans, who won both their games this weekend. So they were pretty pumped about that. But Jalen Canty popped off for 30 points against the Pirates. Now, the latter. Jeez mm. Louise. Yeah, tight to say the least. <laughs> so if we look at it, we've got Mackay, number one, going all the way down to Ipswich in eighth place. Mackay's on 11 wins. Ipswich is on eight. Mm. So three games, three games in the win column, and there's your top eight. And then you've got three teams, one game behind that in Wizards, Sunshine Coast Phoenix, and Rocky, one game behind eighth place. All right there, <laughs> ready to pounce. As we come down to the, you know, the last, Last few games of of the ra- of the season, sorry. So we've got Mackay in one, Gold Coast Rollers in two, Darwin Salties in three, Rip City in four, Logan in five, Cairns in six, Brizzy Caps in seven, and Ipswich Force in that eighth spot, precarious eighth spot. But then again, <sighs> none of those none of those positions I just rattled off aren't precarious. Um, with the way things are currently sitting, it's it's tight at the top. Three rounds to go. Oof. It's yeah, it's going to be a fight to the finish here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm here for it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. What a good season it's been as well. Um, not that it's over yet, but you know the no. fact that we've played 13 rounds and it's us uh, 12, sorry, and it's so close, just amazing. And scary thing is, Gold Coast Rollers. They're going to have their full squad back for the first team. Yeah, I saw uh, that. <laughs> they've got uh, L- everyone LP back. LP's back from I think it was Costa Rica or wherever he uh, took off to. He's back. Uh, Tanner Krebs, um, Jason Kadee, and new guy for the Brisbane Bullets, DJ Mitchell. Yeah, 
So, oh, <laughs> that could be some firepower for the Rollers right at the right time. Still in second spot. And if they're loading up and ready to go, oof. Not exactly the team you want to be facing this weekend. No, not exactly. But thankfully. Best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A um, few things to do before we get out of here now. Um, so, of course, uh, we have our caps at home versus Cairns on Friday night. So if you're not going to be at the game at Flower in Siki Stadium, make sure you're tuning in on uh, the NBL website or Apple. Wherever it is you watch NBL 1, make sure you tune in. I'll be there and... I might be there. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll see how you go. Either way, you'll see see two people in front of the camera. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's not an NBL 1 first, like our firing down to the different timeouts, but, uh, you know, we're going to jump in front of the camera from from here to the end and, uh, yeah, for better or worse, you'll actually see the faces behind the voices. For better or worse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I won't add anything to that. All right. A few things to do before we get out of here. Um, of course, uh, we have Cracker now. Pack we do. I've got a cheeky little five-pack here. Nothing too fancy. We'll keep the show moving. For those new to the show, um, I've got a brand-new pack of NBA Hoops 21-22 season. So the season's just gone. I read the back. <clears throat> Dan tries to guess the the card. I'm doing my best. From the information given, feel free to play along at home or in the car or on the run, wherever you are listening in. All right. Someone definitely beat me to that Kelly Oubre one last week. Oh, yeah. I'm still salty about it. Yeah, yeah there, there's a few people who would have beaten you to that one. Anyway, <laughs> here we go. The ball is rarely in somebody's possession okay, for it's long. Not, not Westbrook. <laughs> Once he gets a pass, he quickly zips it to a teammate, to another teammate, or goes up for a shot. In 2020-21 season, his average time of 1.21 seconds per touch was lowest in the NBA among players with at least 10 games played. Well, it couldn't be Clay because he didn't play that season. Correct. It is not Clay. The center is a key piece of the Mavs rotation. Ah, oh, Dwight Powell. Nope. Think. Paul Zingas. You're really going to have to maximize this. <laughs> oh, uh, Kleber. Maxi Kleber. See, you got there with a brilliant. like Great hint. Yeah. Great hint. Thank you. All right. Next one. Uh, number 118 for those playing at home. Oh, this player. That's my Pokemon card days. <laughs> This player was a shot-blocking machine throughout 2021. Hassan Whiteside. With his peak coming in January, over 13 games that month, he rejected 1.8 shots per game with a pair of... Jaron Jackson. Six SWAT Knights. Oh, that was this one. Versus Indiana on the, on the 11th and New York on the 22nd. His 96 blocks on the season ranked eighth in the league. Eighth. Hmm. Or the Sacramento Kings. Oh, I was going to try and have some guesses. Um, Rashawn Holmes. Yes. Mm. Not Sherlock. <laughs> All right, next one. Somebody ended the 2021 Summer League with a bang. Over his final three contests, he averaged 23, 5, and 3 pointers per game. Desmond Bain. While playing tough defense, uh, if the 25th overall pick can carry that momentum into the regular season, the Knicks seem to have a draft Quinton Grimes. Quinton Grimes. Um, being tossed around in these Donovan Mitchell trade rumors, like he's definitely out if they get Mitchell. Uh-huh. But yeah, some good talent there, Mr. Grimes. Ha, this player, all right, isn't afraid to put his body on the line to help his team succeed. In 2021, the selfless forward drew 22 charges, tied with Kemba Walker and Blake Griffin in most in the league. Draymond. Rim-attacking opponents have to keep that skill in mind when matching up with his squad. 
Okay, so forward that takes a lot of charges. Are we talking power forward or small forward? Like, what would you put in? Uh, look. Uh, Don't give me the team yet. Okay. This is the last card, right? Second last. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, speed this one power. Power forward. Conference. West. West. Okay. And it's not Draymond. Uh-uh. Jay Crowder. Uh-uh. Hmm. All right, might have to speed this up. <laughs> what team? Uh, well, well, there's two. My bad. I've gone off the picture, <laughs> not the team, because it's one of those mishmash ones. Who did he play for in that season? So in the in the picture, I've got the Lakers for the actual oh. symbol on the card. It's going to be Kuzma. Or- it's not Kuzma. It is the Wizards, so I've given you the wrong conference. <laughs> <laughs> you say you help me. Yeah, I'd you know, help you look good on the... Who else was in that trade? Kuzma, KCP. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, Ma. Ma. Montrez. There you go. Oh. You got there in the end. Interesting. Yeah. All right, lucky last one. This team. I, I, would, I would put Trez as like a center, but anyway. Yeah. They said forward. The, yep. card, the card says what it says. The Pelicans ranked second in points in the paint in 2021. Good on them. Yeah. <laughs> averaging, is this a team card? <laughs> no. Averaging 54.4. This player accounted for a sizable amount of that production. Zion. It is indeed. Ooh, is that a shiny card? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Mostly no. It's like fluoro green border. Yep, that is not shiny in any real way. But I mean, it's... <laughs> I won't say it. <laughs> Hopefully Zion comes back and he's healthy and that, oh. that Pelicans team is a must-watch if he's healthy. I've got a pair of Zion shoes. I've got a Zion jumper. Like i got a Zion jersey. Well, if McCollum, Ingram, Zion aren't enough for you to tune in, Dyson Daniels, Aussie product, is also on that squad. Exactly. You've got every, I don't know, every reason to tune in, I, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that'll be a good team to watch. Yeah, definitely. All righty. Well, another successful crack'em. Some good hints there, Mel. Well, some. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Wizards changed conference, apparently. but uh, and, and then back again. Look, look, look. In my defense. <coughs> yeah, it's a tough gig. Tough gig when it's the, one thing on the picture and... Yeah, yeah. The, the picture of him is much bigger than the tiny logos on the card, in my defense. <laughs> no, that's fair, that's fair. Um, all right. The machinations of Mal. Machinations of Mal. You've had two weeks to get this one sorted? Yes, I've had... I had one booked in from about a week ago. Then I went to the shops today and another one just... Hit me like a freight train. Um, so it's going to be a little bit weird, but <clears throat> not from you, man. No, I know, right? So let me let me sort of take you back, if you will. Didn't, if you're a young gentleman, wait, did you say you're at the shops yesterday? No, uh, today. Oh, today. That's but, not that long ago. But let me take you back in time. If you're a guy, if you're not a guy, let me illuminate your mind. <laughs> when you're in oh goodness when you're in primary school and you go and use the stand up facilities as a young boy there's always at least you know in those early <laughs> days there's always at least one kid who'll reach up his you know scrooch up his pants put his tackle out to one side and that's the well, way he does I things. I thought you were going somewhere different with this, but yep. Nope. Cool. <laughs> All good. But typically by the age of oh, like year three or year four, that's just seen as the not cool thing to do and most people outgrow that and whatevs. Today I was at the shops and there must have been like a 50-year-old dude just still do using that style and I was like, oh, you know what? Go you, mate. You want to do you, do you. And then he walked out 
without washing his hands and I was like, oh. you pig. Yeah, <laughs> 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 exactly. So my machination for the week is do you, but wash your hands after. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wording. Um, okay. Um, moving on. That's the end of the show, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, there was a disclaimer. Mel did say this will be weird. So, yep. He, yep, he that lived up to what he said. So. <laughs> well done, Mel. Hopefully, we've uh, gained some more listeners out of that. <laughs> not, not lost. We don't want to go backwards. Hey, always do you. Always do you. Do your thing. That's a wrap for us, everybody. As we said, you can catch us um, on the call Friday night for the Brisbane Capitals. Otherwise, uh, make sure you jump on those socials if you've enjoyed the show, Facebook and Instagram, um, and then also subscribe on your podcast provider. Really appreciate you hitting those buttons for us. Really um, you know, supports us and helps grow what we're doing here. So get all that done. That's a bit of homework if you haven't done it already. We will be back this time next week. Keen to pump out another episode. Looking forward to it now. As always. Just remember, until then, that ball don't lie. It never does. <laughs>